This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. New research from the Hekainga Order Housing and Healthy Research Programme shows that retrofitting of insulation to homes can lower the incidence of chronic respiratory disease by 10%. The research, which was published in the Indoor Air Journal, also confirmed that heat pumps similarly played a role in the reduction of disease onset. Here to speak with us about this research is lead author Dr. Caroline Fife of the University of Otago, Wellington, telling us more about what the study actually entailed. Could you explain the key findings of this research? Um, yes, the key findings of our research are firstly that in houses that were insulated compared to a control group weren't insulated, the incidence, um, so people um, acquiring new respiratory diseases was 10% lower um, compared to a control group where that hadn't had insulation. Um, so that was one of the main findings. The second finding was that um, of people that already had a chronic respiratory disease, the amount of medication they needed to take in order to manage that disease and to control the symptoms was reduced by 4% in house after insulation compared to a control group where that hadn't had insulation. How did this research come about? So initially it came about because I got an enormous data set from ECA of all their um, houses that had been insulated over a gosh, about a nine-year, I think, yeah, six-year period. Um, and I wanted to look at the, initially wanted to look at the characteristics of houses that got insulated and compare them to, for example, their deprivation decile, the area of the country and things like that. Um, but I wanted to also link that to health. Um, so it came about really because I had this data set and I wanted to use it and it seemed the best way to use it was to compare, look at the health of people that had their houses insulated to see if it actually did work. One of the reasons for that is that um, a lot of the work by Hikanga Oranga have suggested that um, insulating improves people's house health, and that's a really um, relatively expensive way of improving people's house and improving how health, housing quality is to actually insulate their homes. But it's very difficult because there's so many complex things going on with respiratory health and also with cardiovascular health, just to pinpoint it to one thing. And in this case, it was trying to keep the house warmer. Um, but by having an enormous data set, you can do that because you have enough statistical power to link the two things and um, control for other factors. What makes healthy home research in Aotearoa, New Zealand, so important? Um, compared to international standards, houses in Aotearoa, New Zealand, are extremely cold by comparison. They also suffer a lot from damp mould. And we have one of the highest rates of asthma in the um, developed world. So those two things together mean that housing research is extremely important in Aotearoa, New Zealand, um, because we want to... We want to improve our housing and, in consequence of doing that, reduce the number of people that get chronic respiratory diseases like asthma and COPD. The Healthy Homes Guarantee Act 2017 set important standards for the quality of rental accommodation, with home ownership at historic lows across the board. How was rental accommodation reflected in the research? Well, unfortunately, we couldn't tell which houses were rental houses and which weren't. What we have found out um, is that the Warm Up New Zealand focused more on homeowners um, and where it did try and um, bring on board 
landlords there was very very low uptake um which is one of the reasons the rental the rental guarantee healthy homes guarantee act came in about because unregulated or just sort of using the carrot and not regulating rental housing and the quality of rental housing didn't result in the houses becoming warmer and more comfortable what does this research say about the trend of healthy homes? Can New Zealanders be satisfied with the health of their home or do we still have a long way to go? The ceiling and underfloor insulation, which for a number of years has been subsidised um, by the government, if you want to get your house insulated, then you can do that. And, and there is a, a government subsidy for doing that, um, particularly if you are on a low income. The Healthy Homes Guarantee Act should hopefully extend that so that all houses all rental houses also are sufficiently insulated. I mean, the next thing to, uh, to go on, which, which has started, is to have an energy-efficient form of heating in the house. And the successor to Warm Up New Zealand, Warmakiwi Homes, actually puts in heat pumps into houses. And we're doing some research on the impacts of that at the moment. And that seems very positive. Um, but that only covers the living area. So I think the next thing you need to look at is how you're going to heat the entire house rather than just one area. And particularly where there are children, having children's bedrooms sufficiently heated that they don't become sick. Um, so that's one thing. And I mean, another thing is that you in improve insulation in the rest of the house. So things like having double glazing, which is historically very, very low in New Zealand still. And as people renovate their houses, putting in wall insulation, because that also is going to help. So we're looking at the top and bottom, which have huge impacts, but now we need to look at the whole of the housing envelope and also ensuring that we're heating it efficiently and effectively. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.